Welcome to The Wrong Side, the podcast where we talk through the latest happenings in pop culture to make sure you never find yourself on the wrong side of history. Today, we're going to be talking about the Olivia Rodrigo, Joshua Bassett, and Sabrina Carpenter driver's license tea and walking through everything, literally everything, we know about the latest scandal around Army Hammer. Let's discuss. Welcome to Elyria. Welcome, 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 welcome to Elyria. Hi, everybody. I don't have anyone to talk to today, so things are going to look a little bit different on this episode of The Wrong Side. Um, everything's fine. Emily is okay. She's just taking a little breaky poo, something we all need to do every now and again, and she will be back with us next week. But to be honest, you know, the show must go on. And there is way too much for us to talk about this week. Actually, there's not like a lot of topics, but there are two things specifically that I feel are of the utmost importance to be discussing, utmost importance to be discussing on the wrong side. And that is the Olivia Rodrigo shit happening and also the Army Hammer stuff happening. And holy shit, the Army Hammer stuff is extremely overwhelming and I recognize that and I'm going to do my best to cover everything you need to know but keep in mind that for you to really have an opinion I think you have to do some of the research yourself and I will point you in the right direction okay Um, but it is a little bit of a conspiracy theory so I'm going to do my best to report on the things that exist in the world um, on an unbiased perspective as much as possible. And then I'll give my opinion at the end because I believe that I am not on the wrong side, but I need to like legally (laughs) just keep it low key, I guess. But before we get into that really dark, dark situation, um, first let's go ahead and talk. Well, actually, should we do a question of the day? I think we should. Okay. I have one written down. So let's dive in with a question of the day super quickly. All right. So the question of the day was submitted by uh, one of our lovely followers, Gretchen. Thank you so much. And her question is, if you were to actually sip on some tea, what kind would it be? Now, I don't really drink tea. And the reason for that is because I prefer coffee in the morning. And I know a lot of people are a a late night tea drinking type of person, but I'm not because I'm extremely susceptible to the effects of caffeine. So I don't really drink tea, but I used to. And my favorite kind of tea was actually introduced to me by my sister. And it is like a British tea. And it's called PG Tips. And you can buy it at like Safeway, or at least you used to be able to. And she would make PG Tips with a little splash of vanilla creamer. And it just, I can't even explain. I mean, it's probably tastes the same as like any other black tea with creamer, but It was really good. Actually, is that what a London fog is? I'm gonna have to Google that, but it was delicious and it tasted like a hug. And so yeah, that's the kind of tea that I would drink if I sipped on tea, real tea. Okay, now let's get right into it. Let's talk about this Joshua Bassett, Olivia Rodrigo and Sabrina Carpenter situation. Now, first and foremost, I think at this point, you know, it's been a week since um, a week or so or since driver's license came out. It's been trending on uh, TikTok for forever. 
And by forever, I mean a week. <laughs> but it's, it's a really simple story. So I'm going to briefly touch on kind of the main points of what's going on. Um, keep everybody informed because that's what we do here on the wrong side. And then I'll just give my thoughts because I want to make sure we're all on the same page about this whole situation. And it's barely a situation. It's honestly, it's a good time. Like, it's just a good time. This is good quality fun. Hopefully, Joshua Bassett, I think he's fully understanding that this is nothing but publicity. And it's not like he, you know, this isn't, (laughs) this isn't comparable to, you know, the army hammers of the world in any situation. This is just a good old fashioned tale as old as time high school love story turned sour and we're all watching from the sidelines cheering on cheering on love we're not even cheering we're not even taking sides we're just on the side of love (laughs) so basically it starts out with joshua bassett and olivia rodrigo and if you are ancient and by ancient i mean older than the age of 21 or 22 you probably don't know who these two people are they are young actors. Olivia Rodrigo, I believe, got her start. I want to say she was on like Ant Farm, which also if you're that age, you don't know what that is. It's like a, a, a younger demographic um, Disney show that was probably really popular among Gen Zers because Olivia is like also a, very much of a Gen Zer. Olivia and Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett then became friends, I guess, on the set of a new show called High School Musical, the musical, the series. And that was a spinoff show on Disney Plus, which let's just take a second to talk about HSM, TM, TS. (laughs) That's what it is. Its acronym is. Incredible show. Again, I just I have to applaud Disney Plus for what they have done for the youth community. If you are like me and you like to listen to or watch things that bring you back to a simpler time, like high school, like I love rewatching High School Musical. I don't know about you guys. This show has the same energy. It's super cute. It's a little cringy, but like also so is High School Musical. And um, basically it's about, so they don't play like a new Troy and Gabriella. What they are playing are two kids in high school and they're Um, drama production is doing a production of High School Musical and it's all about like the tea and drama club and if you've ever been in a drama program in high school then you know like it's a whole different culture but anyway it's just super super cute and Olivia and Joshua play fuck Ricky and Nini. Ricky's the boy Nini's the girl and they play Troy and Gabriella, and they have this like love triangle and they're basically like they're the Vanessa Hudgens and Zac Efron of Gen Z and just like Zach and Vanessa they clearly had a connection and they they started falling for each other now it's not clear if they actually I don't think they ever confirmed they were dating but it was very clear They were writing love songs about each other. They're both songwriters in their real personal lives. Olivia is a better songwriter, but they're both songwriters. And they definitely had a connection and they posted a lot of pictures together and they clearly just fell in love on their show and they were dating, presumably. It comes to a head when I guess what the tea is, is that he is two years older than her. So she's 17 and he's 19. And allegedly, through the grapevine, we learned that he told Olivia that 
I guess they broke up, but that he would wait for her to turn 18 so that it was legal, I guess. And it wasn't like an inappropriate relationship and that they wouldn't get like started on by the media and whatever for having an inappropriate relationship, which makes a lot of sense. Um, there were a lot of people in our comments on TikTok and on that one post that fucking went viral because we hashtagged their names and then all of the stands came for us. But they were like, why are we standing a 17-year-old and a 19-year-old? And it's like, okay, I mean, there's a, there's truly a difference between, to me at least, like a, a 20-year-old and a 22-year-old, not a difference. A 16-year-old and a 14-year-old, yes, there's a difference there because you age rapidly and there's a lot of growth that happens in the first like... 15 years of your life, 16 years. I don't know. Anyway, I just think it's stupid. Like, it's okay for them to like each other, but I understand their reasoning for wanting to maybe take a break, whatever. Well, presumably, um, he ends up with Sabrina Carpenter, and they are very much open about that, and they're way more public than Olivia or Joshua ever were. So then, driver's license comes out. (laughs) I'm really speeding through this, but it's like I've already talked about this, so I feel like we already know where we're at. And if you really want to get into it, I mean, we're on, we have a whole thing on our um, Instagram about this. We made a TikTok about it. It's all over TikTok, but it's really quite simple. It's really just like Olivia and Joshua were together, and then they broke up, probably. And then Joshua started dating Sabrina. And we don't know, we don't, we don't have any confirmation that he actually told Olivia that he would wait for her. Maybe a lot of shit happened. We don't know them. But some tea in the middle there is that apparently when this transition from Olivia to Sabrina happened with Joshua, it was very clear that the castmates of those two from High School Musical, the musical, the series, all took Olivia's side. Um, Olivia has been promoting a lot of music lately. So has Joshua. They're all supporting Olivia on Instagram. They're not supporting Joshua. And... It's just kind of like, okay, did something happen? That's kind of the biggest indicator as to is Olivia like on the good the good side and Joshua's on the wrong side. So there's a bit of a love triangle. And I mean, it's really clear. I think it's Joshua kind of broke Olivia's heart. It was a teenage love story. It happens. Joshua broke Olivia's heart. She released this incredible breakup song. If you haven't listened to it, it's called Driver's License. It's pretty clear that it's about Joshua. There's there's a couple of reasons. I mean, she mentions a blonde girl. She mentions a blonde girl who's way older than her. And Sabrina is, I think, 20 or 21. Yeah, Sabrina's 21. So it it makes a lot of sense. It's also a song about getting your driver's license. And allegedly, Joshua is the one that taught Olivia how to drive. So it's kind of a nod to their relationship. Olivia is absolutely topping the fucking charts with this song it's crazy people are comparing her to the newest taylor swift and i feel it i mean i'm just saying like i completely stan her she's so adorable this song is truly incredible especially when you compare it to joshua bassett's most recent singles just go listen i mean it's just somebody compared him to jesse mccartney (laughs) i think that was jillian and Oh my God, it's so true. It's just, it's teeny bopper songs and it's cute and he has a nice voice. That's why he was on this Disney show with her in the first place, but it just doesn't compare. You can truly feel the star power from Olivia and I actually challenge you listeners to go to her Instagram and just find some of the videos that she posted of her singing with her guitar or with her 
piano oh my god i mean maybe i'm being dramatic but i just think she's so incredible and so talented now at the end of the day this is all a big joke and i think that's what is difficult to perceive as someone who doesn't give a shit about this and i'm not saying that i am but i know that a lot of our listeners might so you might be like okay so do we hate joshua like is he just like the worst person ever no he's a hot teenager who is famous and he's slaying p <laughs> and he's fine he will grow out of it it's like taylor swift like taylor swift wrote all of her love love songs about the men who broke her heart they're not bad men it's just what life is and that's what makes her songs so incredible I think that Joshua understands that actually if any of this press is anything it's a good thing it's a good thing for his music um, he actually just dropped a song called lie 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 which was probably a really happy coincidence it's not about Olivia he said it's not about Olivia it's about something else um, there's no way that he wrote that song in the two or three days that uh, this whole thing has been circulating. So to kind of recap, I think everybody's doing just fine. I think Olivia's doing fine. <laughs> and she's just fucking going to town because she is having a extremely successful breakout song. Another one. She had another one about a year ago called All I Want, which was a huge TikTok song and driver's license is also going doing amazing on TikTok as well. So yeah, I feel like that's kind of the one thing that's missing is like everybody is just loving having somebody to care about and having something to somebody to stand and, and a new young fresh face who's extremely talented and who is going to lead the next generation's pop world. And that's how I feel too. So any questions, DM us, but if not, we're going to move on to the next topic. And boy, is this next topic a doozy. So here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to repeat what I said at the start of the interview or the, what is this called? Podcast. And that is that I am going to do my best to report the facts. And there are a lot of facts. Mostly what's happened in the last few weeks since this story broke. I... I'm a little bit hesitant about covering it, honestly, because, you know, this is a huge accusation, this stuff about Army Hammer. And so I want to be as delicate as I can with it. But I also want to, like, let everybody know what what do we know right now? What can we confirm? What can we not confirm? And you can take everything that I share as fact as it will be and make your own opinion. And I'll share my opinion at the end. But there is a lot. So buckle down. <laughs> okay. So this all starts when a popular Instagram account called Dumoi, D-E-U-X-M-O-I. I don't know if anybody has heard of it, but it's essentially a Instagram account that's run by an anonymous person and they receive a lot of anonymous tips into their email, into their DMs about famous people. Um, it's kind of like NT. If you've ever heard of NT, it's basically someone who drops news without having confirmed it. And they're often the first to ever report on something that then gets proven later on. I don't think that it's always 100% accurate, but first thing, they had started receiving some DMs about Army Hammer. 
and some inappropriate or potentially abusive, mentally abusive, physically abusive relationships in his past. Then a anonymous account pops up. If you want to go look at it, it's called House of Effie, a House of E F F I E. And from my understanding, it's presumably run by somebody who claims to be an ex lover, ex relationship ish person of Army Hammers, which first and foremost is, if true, problematic right off the bat because he had been married to his now ex-wife Elizabeth Chambers up until this last year. Now in these screenshots is evidence that a they did have a relationship and it likely started out as consensual but over time he showed (laughs) I'm just trying to trying to say this as accurately as possible and keep in mind that this part of the story technically is alleged because these screenshots and reports of relationships have not been confirmed but they're extremely suspicious and I'll tell you why but it starts out with essentially I think it starts out with he has these relationships with women it's it's clear based on the allegations at least that he has had multiple relationships with women in his um in his marriage and in them he was clearly into some very specific kinks um, (laughs) and experiences when it comes to intimacy (laughs) I'm not I'm it's not funny because if it's true it's fucked I'm just laughing because I'm trying to like just be as appropriate and also like be as you know non-biased but still fill you in on like why is this a story and this is where it starts so I think this is kind of one of the places where if you want to learn more if you want to dive deeper if you want to know what the text said you can go to that account and they have it like saved in their highlights and it started with this one person And over time, it seems like the relationship got, became toxic, not only because he was pushing the boundaries of this person's, from her perspective, from her point of view and what she's sharing is that he pushed the boundaries of what was acceptable in their relationship, both um, emotionally and sexually. So for example, if they had you know certain kinks or doing specific things in the bedroom typically in those types of relationships you have a safe word this is just an example that she shared you have a safe word and if you use that safe word it means you want to stop and from her experience from what she shared those boundaries were not followed or respected by army hammer She then recounts basically years of emotional trauma that she endured from this relationship, actually both both emotional and physical because a lot of it had to do with this specific setting of within their intimacy. One of the reasons why this went so viral was a because of the 
alleged abusive emotional emotional and manipulative emotional relationship but also the specific screenshots where he talks about cannibalistic fantasies basically so you all have probably seen that screenshot that says i want to eat you or like i want to take a bite out of you and it gets so much more graphic that's the most i'm gonna say again if you want to go read it go read it and know that these things haven't been confirmed yet um, you know, it's easy to doctor a screenshot. To be fair, there's more evidence than just screenshots and just DMs. There are photos of him sending a selfie to this person that she took a screenshot of. There are photos of a Instagram photo DM where he has his hand on a script and you can see the tattoo that he clearly has on the script on his hand. Then over time, over a couple days of this person sort of revealing this stuff, people then start reaching out to this House of Effie person with their personal stories with Army Hammer and their screenshots of Army Hammer and their DMs. And so it just doesn't look good. Now, here's where it gets tricky. <laughs> so so we have these, these screenshots and they stand alone. And as for what they are, it seems highly unlikely if you're only looking at these things, if they exist in a bubble, you're like, you know what? That seems pretty fucking crazy. I'm going to need a little more proof. You know, I'm going to need a little bit more evidence. It's hard because it's that line of believe women, but it's also like this is such a huge allegation that it's really, really hard to believe. And you don't want to believe something like that about somebody who is in the media, who's a celebrity. You just, it's confusing, right? Over time, in the last week when this started to break, then stories start to come out. So rather than reporting on the screenshots themselves, and I imagine it's because, again, they're like unfounded or like you can't, prove them so it would be a little bit irresponsible to report on them. Instead of reporting on the screenshots, a lot of the media companies, Page Six, Daily Mail, E! News, whatever, are instead reporting on things that they can know as fact. So these are some of the things that I'll be touching on, which is just they're not helping Army's case. Um, So let's get into some of those. As an example, in an interview with Playboy in 2013, He described himself as a dominant lover who enjoyed, quote, grabbing women by the neck and hair, end quote, during sex, marrying now estranged wife Elizabeth Chambers, however, changed his tastes. Okay, here's another quote. I liked the grabbing of the neck and the hair and all that, but then you get married and your sexual appetites change, he told Playboy. And I mean that for the better. It's not like I'm suffering in any way, but you can't really pull your wife's hair. It gets to a point where you say, I respect you too much to do these things that I kind of want to do. He later blamed that overshare on drinking. He goes, let's just say hindsight is 2020. Hammer told E! News later, don't drink during an interview. Then despite that (laughs) weird situation, he then had an interview with Elle magazine where he talked about a bizarre sexual incident with an ex-girlfriend. Okay, here's another quote. One chick tried to stab me when we were having sex, Hammer explained. I should so not be telling this story. 
She was like, true love leaves scars and you don't have any. And then she tried to stab me with a butcher knife, he added. Of course, I promptly broke up with her seven months later. End quote. Then, uh, after all this news started to break, another one of his exes, whose name is Courtney Vucicovic, she came out and said that Army Hammer was not only weird in the relationship, but also emotionally abusive. Here's a quote from her. He enters your life in such a big way. He's such a captivating person. He has such a presence and he's aware of that and he uses it in such a way that most women would think, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But especially young women, that's kind of the scary part. How good he is at active manipulation and making you feel like he's never felt this way about anybody. He quickly grooms you in the relationship, she explained. He kind of captivates you, and while being charming, he's grooming you for these things that are darker and heavier and consuming. When I say consuming, I mean mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, just everything. She claims Hammer is a chameleon who transforms into exactly who you need him to be. He sucks out all of the goodness you have left, she said. That's what he did to me. I gave and gave and gave until it hurt. She said eventually Hammer's behavior turned obsessive. At one point, she and Hammer spent three weeks together 24-7, and when they weren't together, she says he would text her 100 times per day. I wasn't safe, she realized. He kind of makes it like, I'm going to teach you things. I'm smarter than that, but where was I during that? I knew the whole time. I had this gut feeling the whole time that he was not right. He's not well. Now, this next point is interesting. She says, he did some things with me that I was, wasn't comfortable with, she said. For God knows what reason, he convinced me that these things were okay, and he put me in some dangerous situations where I was not okay, where he was heavily drinking, and I wasn't drinking that way, and it scared me. I didn't feel comfortable. She added that you end up doing things that are very out of character for you, including uh, sex acts. She declined to name the sexual acts because she didn't want them to overshadow the toll that Hammer's emotional abuse took on her. Now, I really was interested with that portion specifically because that's kind of the point that I'm trying to make here is that I think the the, the cannibalism is a really showy uh, portion of this story. But the real part of the story, if true, is that he seems to have manipulated and emotionally abused however many women if these claims are true, if these women coming forward are telling the truth. And that is really the problem. There's a big conversation around this entire situation like, oh, don't kink shame. Like if he's into crazy stuff in the bedroom, like we don't kink shame. And yeah, I mean, I, I think that's true. I think there's a line. I mean, like I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to, I feel a little bit weird about, you know, cannibalism kinks. But if we just pretend like that whole thing is not in the picture because none of that has been, um, you know, backed by any truth yet, at least, we still have several stories and real stories of people who did not have healthy relationships with ARMY, who were mentally and emotionally, physically abused. And that is kind of being overshadowed by this really showy term of cannibalism. Right now, the internet is obviously having a field day with this information because it's fucking crazy. And they're pulling up a lot of old interviews with ARMY. There's like one with fucking Jimmy Kimmel or someone where they talk, they do like a rope tying competition. And there's other ones where he talks about different, God, it's just so bad. I'm not going to get into those things because I think that 
really does distract from the main situation, the main allegations. Like, if he's into BDSM or whatever, like, fine, that's fine. That's not the problem. The problem is if he is mentally abusive, is he um, grooming all these women, is he, you know, like a fucking sociopath? (laughs) So, there's like a a line where this starts to feel super, you know, conspiracy vibes. But for the interest of time and for the interest of my sanity, let's just kind of get into what's happened most recently in terms of his response that I think is the most telling about any of this. So right away, we start to hear some rumors circulating about Army no longer being a um, in his position on a new movie with J-Lo called Shotgun Wedding. And up until this point, he had not released any statement. They were probably scrambling to come up with a statement and figure out how they're going to address this. And his only response was the following quote. I'm not responding to these bullshit claims, but in the light of vicious and spurious online attacks against me, I cannot in good conscience now leave my children for four months to shoot a film in the Dominican Republic. Hammer said in a statement to page six, adding Lionsgate is supporting me in this and I'm grateful to them for that. All right. So we know that he's not going to be shooting this film. There's probably some shit that went down, but ultimately it's just really bad press for the movie. But his statement just shuts down any of this and basically doesn't even address which claims are bullshit because there's a lot of claims happening. There's the cannibalism claim. There's the mental and emotional abuse claim. There is the cheating claim. It's just crazy. At this point, when he releases this statement, I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, I literally don't know what to believe. This is, like, so horrible. Like, when you go and read these screenshots and when you really get into it and when you dive down the rabbit hole it feels sickening. Like, it makes you want to fucking throw up. It's so bad. And so you don't want to believe it. But then there's all of this, like, evidence and old interviews and things that pop up from here and there that make you feel like, how could this not be true? Like, it just feels too real. I don't know. But then another news story pops up. And this, to me, is the fucking craziest part of it all. So, a literal finsta of Army Hammers emerges on, what day is this? The 15th. So, everything kind of dropped around the 10th, the 12th, the 13th. Like, people were stewing Monday through Wednesday. And then on Thursday, somebody who follows his personal Insta finsta account that has, like, 54 followers or something outs the things that he's posting to the public and there is no denying that it's army in the video um and the video is fucking crazy first of all he seems fucking high as a kite i'm that's speculation but he seems crazy or maybe he's drunk but he's on one i don't know what one but he's on one and it's him looking crazy disheveled hair eyes wide as all can do (laughs) And he's, like, doing a, a tour of a hotel in the Cayman Islands, which I, I guess is where Elizabeth 
Chambers and the kids are right now. And he writes on his, like, caption of this post, well, dot, 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 my ex, for a very good reason, wife, is coming, is refusing to come back to America with my children. So I have to go back to Cayman, which sucks, except there are a few silver linings, like fucking Miss Cayman again while I'm down there. And then the video is like him touring this hotel room, and then he just quickly shuffles by the bed where there's like a woman in black lingerie and bondagey type stuff on the bed, and then he goes over to the window and is like, look at the view. And it's like, what the fuck? (laughs) On another post on the same Finsta, there is a picture of a court order requiring him to take a drug test before seeing Chambers and their two children. And of the test, he writes in the caption, all negative bitches, my body is a finely tuned toxicant processing unit. To be fair, I had THC and benzos in my piss, but who doesn't? Divorce is so fun. Not as fun as drugs, but what is? You guys, I feel like I'm not doing enough justice to how fucking crazy these videos are. So again, Google it go look at all these things if you're interested, if you care, if you want to come up with your own opinion. Um, My personal opinion now that we're at the end of this is, oh my god, this is so dark. Like I literally, (laughs) I feel drained just having to talk about this. And the reason is because it's so hard. Like it's he said, she said, but I am on, I am, I have the inkling towards believing women and I'm totally open to the possibility that Army Hammer is not this crazy psycho but the last portion that that instagram really feels damning to me um so i don't know it's it's really weird i feel personally gaslit because i'm like why is nobody talking about this like it's people are talking about it but they're talking about it in like confusing weird ways because they don't want to cover things that aren't true but it's also like how could this not be true and It's like, do we do the right thing? Or if we think we're doing the right thing and then it turns out not to be true, do we do the wrong thing? Are they going to get paid hush money? Like I, my brain is moving a million miles a minute and, you know, we're not a (laughs) trusted news source. So when it comes to making your opinion or to learning the facts, like maybe we'll know more over time. But I hope that helps provide some contextualization to this whole army hammer scandal and so when you see more headlines about it or if anything else new comes out you can have a baseline and try to understand from there if you are interested in learning more and going down the rabbit hole that i went and just beware it is a rabbit hole and it's all speculative right now there's another instagram page called bbf bravo I'm just double checking that. Yeah, BBF Bravo. And they have a whole Army Part 1 and Army Part 2 highlight where they kind of talk about those other interviews that I was showing, other really (laughs) fucked up evidence that may or may not mean that he is a crazy person. I don't know. But I want to know what you guys think. And I really hope this was helpful for you. With that, let's close it. I know that this was a little bit different version of the pod. It's really, really hard to talk for however long I've been talking straight. You can probably hear my voice is a little bit strained right now. Emily will be back next week and hopefully we'll have a few more laughs and a few less heavy ass conversations. 
<laughs> but either way, I hope this was helpful and we will see you next week. Bye.